0: Today we're going to talk about vitamins because everyone's always asking me, Hey Kim, what vitamins do you take? What brand do you take? Do you take a multivitamin? so we're going to talk about that today if you should take them what you should look for in a vitamin uh what types of people definitely should be taking them and maybe shouldn't be taking them all that kind of stuff and more to answer those questions that you keep asking me about vitamins so when i talk about them i'm going to talk about them as a supplement because vitamins are in fact a supplement but this isn't the supplement episode that we already did. That was number 86. If you missed my episode on supplements, go back to number 86, where I talk about more of the general supplements and if you should take them, are they regulated, are they safe, things like that. But today, it's all about basically your basic vitamin, like a multivitamin, for example. But before that, we're going to talk about this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. Today's Eagle Eye on Health was, unfortunately for many of us, something that you probably don't want to hear. It has to do with alcohol, but I found it really interesting because I actually once had a, a bit of a problem when it comes to iron. So this really caught my eye. It says that alcohol pushes iron over the limit. What do they mean by that? Well... They did a study of African-American women, and it was published in the Journal of Clinical Nutrition. British and South African researchers found that the levels of ferritin, which is a protein in the body that stores iron, were higher in drinkers than in non-drinkers. Ferritin levels are a predictor for all-cause mortality. It seems that heavy drinking can cause the body to absorb too much iron, and over time, that degrades liver, heart, and other organ functioning. More specifically, the increased levels of iron put a strain on the cardiovascular system through oxidation, thereby damaging cells, proteins, and DNA. Teetotalers, you're right on track. So people like me, actually, I don't drink very much at all. I guess I'm going to be okay. But for the heavy drinkers, this might, in fact, be something that you want to think about. Very interesting article. It kind of goes along with everything I say, which is generally everything in moderation. Even too much alcohol is, as you can see, a stress on the body. That's basically what's happening here. It's creating some kind of stress, and that is then changing the function of some of the cells in the body. So always in moderation, team. I know we all love a glass of wine, but let's maybe keep it just to a glass. Okay, now let's talk. Let's talk about the vitamins. You want to know, should you take that multivitamin? Should you take any vitamins? Do you need a vitamin? What should you look for in your vitamins? Let's get right down to it so that you know what you need to know. Now, vitamins are supplements, and they are actually not for everyone, but some people might benefit depending on their age, certain conditions, maybe allergies, their diet, and more. And so we're going to talk about those different things. But before you shop for any supplements, and again, in this episode, we're talking about vitamins in particular, I want you to get the facts on what will, what they will, and what they will not do for you. Now, a majority of our information today comes from the Mayo Clinic staff. They talk about the dietary guidelines for Americans that that basically states your nutritional needs, are you ready? Should be met primarily through your diet. So that does not mean your nutritional needs should be met through your vitamins, okay? Some people think that, oh, well, I don't don't eat vegetables, so I'm just going to take this pill that says it has the vegetables in it. You actually primarily want to get your nutrients from your food itself. Now, the guidelines go on to say that for some people, supplements may be useful because certain people do need certain nutrients that they are not getting. But in general, you always want to pick whole food over a supplement. Now, supplements are not intended to substitute for food ever, they cannot replicate all of the nutrients and benefits of whole foods, like your fruits and your vegetables. So doesn't matter what that pill says, it cannot replicate all of the nutrients that you're going to get in actually eating a piece of whole fruit or a piece of a real vegetable. Whole foods offer three main benefits over dietary supplements. The first one is that the whole food will always have greater nutrition. Whole foods are complex. They contain a variety of micronutrients that your body needs. Number two, whole foods contain essential fiber. So like your whole grains, your fruits, your vegetables, the legumes, all of these provide dietary fiber, and as part of a healthy diet, that fiber can help prevent a lot of diseases like type 2 diabetes, even heart disease, and it can also help manage our favorite topic, constipation so when i have clients and they get constipated which actually does happen quite a bit when they first start my program if they're making drastic changes to their diet sometimes at first They get a little backed up. And then because I have my clients log their food, I can see how much fiber they're actually getting. And that helps us know if they maybe need to up the fiber. So you might think, oh, I'm going to take this vitamin supplement that says it's my fruits and vegetables. But that is not enough because you actually need all of these different aspects of the actual whole food. Now, the last reason why the whole food is so important is because they have protective substances in them. Many whole foods are very good sources of antioxidants, Substances that they say slow down the natural process leading to cell and tissue damage. Now, it isn't clear that antioxidant supplements offer the same benefits as antioxidants from your food. Some high-dose antioxidant supplements have actually been associated with health risks. So if you are someone who's like, oh, I don't have to worry about antioxidants because I got that all covered in my, my vitamin and I get that in my pill... Just so you know, that is not something that the research has actually proven. Now, so-called whole foods, like your vegetables and your whole grains, they contain the fiber and actually a host of other important nutrients that cannot be adequately delivered by a pill. And in fact, scientists are still finding new trace elements in whole foods that may someday be labeled essential to health, and they aren't found in any pill. So... Always, 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 if you listen to this podcast, it's probably because you are one of my, what I call, or we call lifers. You think like me and you know that whole food is always going to be the way to go. Now, here's a great example of when you would choose food over vitamin, like vitamin C. You can obtain 100% of your needs by taking a vitamin C capsule, or you can consume an orange and not only get your vitamin c you'll also get beta carotene you'll get calcium you'll get the other nutrients you'll get the fiber so which one do you think is a better choice and i don't want to hear what you didn't have time to peel the orange <laughs> you know that orange is always going to be a better option for you it's going to have the fiber, it's going to have the phytochemicals, it's going to have the substances that could potentially protect you against certain cancers and heart disease and osteoporosis and even diabetes. And the supplements, that that's not in there. It's not going to do it with a supplement. So I personally only take vitamin C when I first feel I'm getting that little tickle in my throat, like I'm just maybe getting sick. At that point, I will take a vitamin C. I also think, again, this is my personal opinion, save it for when you need it. If I was taking vitamin C daily, I'm fairly certain my body will get used to it. It gets accustomed to it. It's nothing new. I'm sort of hoping if I don't really ever take it and then I take it those times I'm starting to feel like I'm getting sick, that it will be more of a shock to my body and maybe do something. Now, again, that is my personal opinion, but it seems to work for me. I rarely get sick. I better knock on wood right now all right now okay that being said i'm basically telling you not to have supplements or not to have vitamins right well there are some people who definitely will benefit from supplements if you're generally healthy and you eat a wide variety of foods like you do eat fruit and vegetables and whole grains and legumes and you eat low-fat dairy products potentially maybe even full-fat dairy you have lean meats you have fish The people who eat like that, which I just described everything that I eat, I eat all of that, those people do not generally need any supplements, okay? So that's already covered, you've got it, you don't need supplements if you're already eating healthy. But supplements and certain fortified foods are appropriate for some situations. For example, women who may become pregnant get 400 micrograms a day of folic acid from fortified foods or supplements in addition to eating foods that naturally contain folate. So yes, I took a prenatal vitamin as well when I was pregnant. So they're saying even if you're going to become pregnant, they often will start people on some kind of prenatal to get in the extra folate. Women who are pregnant, as I just said, should take a prenatal vitamin that includes iron, or a separate iron supplement. When I was pregnant, I was anemic. That is the only time in my life I was ever anemic, but I was anemic and I did have to take iron at that time. Adults age 50 or older should eat foods fortified with vitamin B12, like certain fortified cereals have that, or take a multivitamin that contains B12 or a separate B12 supplement. Adults age 65 and older should take 800 international units of vitamin D daily to reduce the risk of falls. Now, dietary supplements may also be appropriate for you if you do not eat well. You are a fast food junkie. You might need some vitamins, I'm not going to lie. Or if you don't consume enough calories. If you're someone who's on such a low-calorie diet, which it breaks my heart, you don't have to do that to lose weight or whatever your reason might be. But if you're not getting in enough nutrition, then you might actually need some type of vitamin supplement. Uh, If you're a vegan or a vegetarian who eats a limited variety of foods, then it's potentially possible that it would benefit you. If you follow any other type of diet that restricts an entire category of food, you know what I'm talking about. If you're restricting an entire category of food, which is very sad because I can't tell you any category except processed sweets that you should probably remove. um, If that's you, then again, you might want to talk to your doctor and make sure you're getting the nutrients somewhere else. Let's see. Don't obtain Two to three servings a week of seafood. So if you're someone who doesn't eat seafood, you don't get it in very often, then you are missing out on the omega-3 fatty acids for your health. And so it's possible you might need to take a fish oil. If you have limited milk intake due to a lactose intolerance or a milk allergy, or you simply don't consume enough dairy then it's possible that you need some kind of vitamin supplement. If you do not have a dairy problem, if you do not have a dairy intolerance or an allergy, there's no reason that you cannot have dairy. Just so you know, I drink it. I drink milk during the week. I don't have it every day, but I, I drink milk. I have yogurt. So dairy is not the devil, unless, of course, again, you're allergic. If you have heavy bleeding during your menstrual period, that might mean you need a vitamin supplement of some sort, generally iron, if you have a medical condition that affects how your body absorbs or uses nutrients like chronic diarrhea, food allergies, food intolerance, or a disease of the liver, the gallbladder, the intestine, or the pancreas, then you might need a supplement. If you've had surgery on your digestive tract and are not able to digest and absorb nutrients properly... Then you might need a nutrient supplement uh, vitamin as well. Now, always talk to your doctor, or if you have a dietitian that you see, always talk to them about which supplements and what doses would be appropriate for you. Be sure to ask about possible side effects and interactions with any medications you take. So personally, I don't think it's actually they say you can ask your dietitian, I think it needs to be with a medical doctor that you have this conversation. Because you want to know, does it, in fact, is this vitamin supplement going to interact with any of the medications that you're taking? And I'm sad when I even have to say this, but sadly, a lot of doctors, they might not even know because they don't actually have a huge background in nutrition. And I've talked to medical doctors, and I love medical doctors, and I always tell my clients, you need to see a doctor if something's happening. But I've had these doctors tell me they literally do not get a lot of nutrition Courses in medical school, so they might not know the answer. But you should ask them, and you should remind them, "Hey, I am on this this uh, prescription. Is this going to be okay if I take it with it?" Don't assume they remember which medications you're on. Again, sad but true, you need to be your own advocate. All right, so definitely always ask your doctor before you take anything, and remind them if you're on any particular medications. Okay, so choosing and using supplements. If you decide that you are going to take a vitamin, mineral-type supplement, I recommend you do the following. As I said, the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna talk to your doctor. Supplements can cause harmful effects, And if taken in certain combinations with certain medications or before a surgery or any kind of medical procedure, those are things your doctor needs to know. So always tell a doctor, and I I do think it's interesting, sometimes you read it in fine print, like before you go in for a surgery or procedure, it's like, if you take A, B, and C, please let us know. That's really important. If you're taking a supplement... Again, supplements, they're not regulated by the FDA and they could have certain interactions. So always talk to your doctor, especially if it's before any kind of procedure. Now, always check the label of your vitamin as well. Product labels can tell you what the active ingredient or ingredients are, which nutrients are included, the serving size, and the amount of nutrients in each serving. So check the label, see how much is in there, Read the directions, take the amount they tell you to take. Do you ever see people taking way too much? We're going to talk about that too, but read the label. Make sure you understand what you're actually taking. Watch what you eat as well. Vitamins and minerals are being added to so many foods now like breakfast cereals, even beverages. If you're taking supplements, you may be getting way more than you realize because you're also eating this cereal that's fortified with all these vitamins and you're drinking this water that now has all these vitamins. And so maybe you're taking way more than you need and that can raise your risk of side effects as well. That kind of leads into this next one, which is avoid mega doses. Taking more than the recommended daily value can increase your risk of the side effects. Children are especially vulnerable to overdoses of vitamins and minerals. So if they're taking these gummy vitamins, and we're going to gonna talk about gummy vitamins next, but you just need to make sure they're not taking too many. How do you know? Well, first of all, I want you to look for the USP verified label on your vitamin supplements. So you you first wanna make sure that you're checking the label and it's USP verified. The label ensures that the product meets the strength, the quality, and the purity standards set forth by the testing organization, okay? Now again, podcast episode number 86, on supplements and their safety, go back and listen to that one if you didn't because even though this may say USP verified, It doesn't mean it's good for you. It doesn't mean it's been regulated by the FDA. Another thing you want to be aware of are the little extra things that you'll see in your vitamins. Don't feel the need to purchase products with special ingredients that they add to your multivitamin. So for example, herbs, enzymes, amino acids, unusual ingredients. These little extras usually add nothing but cost to that bottle okay it's actually one reason that i stopped taking a multivitamin altogether because i can't even find a brand that doesn't have chinese herbs in the multivitamin now for some of you you might be like well how do i know if my vitamin has chinese herbs in it well you'd have to look at the label and look at the ingredients um, you probably wouldn't recognize the names of these Chinese herbs, but feel free to shoot me a, a label, post it on my Earn That Body uh, Facebook page, and I was seriously will look and tell you if there's anything in it that's a Chinese herb. Because these herbs, it's become such sort of like the way of America. Throw in more. Tell people if there's ginkgo in it, they're gonna get smarter, and you know, and they add all ginkgo as a Chinese herb. There's many herbs that I see. quai is in it for your blood. It's great for the women. We're going to put this herb and we're going to call it the woman's multivitamin. There's no research on that. And being someone who graduated from Eastern medical school, that's what, that's what I went to school for, Eastern medicine. Most of those herbs, you're not supposed to take Daily. We use herbs in eastern medicine to heal people. That's the medicine that we give people. So we don't give them prescription drugs. We use herbs and you make a tea out of it and we use it to heal the body and you take it for a certain amount of time and you don't take it forever. So I'm not sure what American company and I can't just say American. I'm sure these vitamins come from all over the world these days. But Whoever decided, hey, let's throw in some of this Chinese herb because it's good for the blood, and let's throw in this Chinese herb because it makes you smarter, that is not the way it works, and they were not meant to be taken daily for the rest of your life. But again, remember, supplements aren't regulated. So these companies, they can put in anything they want, and they can make claims like that, like, oh, there's dung in it, it's good for your blood, but... It's really not gonna work that way. So I personally, I don't take a multivitamin because I eat super healthy, and I have found it so hard to find a company and a brand that doesn't have all the little extras on the label. Another thing you wanna check if you're gonna go ahead and buy a multivitamin, check the expiration date, vitamins and supplements, actually do expire and they will become less effective over time. And I generally always say ask the experts, check with your doctor or even a pharmacist if you have questions about a vitamin or a mineral supplement. If you don't know if you should take it, ask. If they don't know if you should take it, do more research. Be an advocate for yourself. Do not just assume That because the label says it's going to do A, B, and C, that it's actually going to. And that it might even have side effects. So always be very careful what you put in your body. Now, keeping up with supplement safety alerts, it is important to really be, like I said, an advocate for yourself. Because just because this vitamin is being sold in the marketplace doesn't mean that it is safe or effective. Now, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, does keep a list of dietary supplements that are under regulatory review or that have been reported to cause adverse effects. So if you are taking a supplement, apparently you can check this FDA uh, part of their website and you can check for updates on supplements. Again, if you listen to podcast episode number 86, what you know is that that supplement will be on the shelf until someone reports that something was wrong with it. So just because it's on the shelf, there could be something wrong with it. Maybe someone reported it and you'll be able to check on the website to see if it's something that is under investigation or if there was a problem with it. But nothing is pulled off the shelf until something goes wrong. And I certainly don't want that to be you. I don't want it to go wrong for you. I don't want you to have to be the one to report it. All right? So FDA does not regulate The vitamins like they do medications. If you do think that a dietary supplement may have caused you to have a serious reaction or an illness, stop using it by all means and fill out a safety report through the safety reporting portal website. Do check out my podcast number 86 again if you have any questions about supplements and safety. Now what do you think is the most popular vitamin out there? I said I would talk about it. It's the gummy vitamins. You wish you could open up that bottle and eat the whole thing because they taste like candy, right? Gummy vitamins, they are those chewable vitamins that have textures and taste similar to a gummy candy. They come in all kinds of flavors and colors and shapes, and they are definitely one of the most popular types of vitamins on the market. They are most commonly made from gelatin, cornstarch, water, sugar, and added colorings. They may have added sugars, they may have sugar alcohols, and they may have food dye as well. The appealing taste of the gummy vitamins usually comes, what do you think, from all the sugar that's actually added to them. And consuming too much added sugar, as we know, is linked to obesity, heart disease, and lots of dental cavities. So while the added sugar in gummy vitamins may not seem like a large amount, it still can contribute to excessive sugar consumption, especially if you're someone who took two, three, four, you took two gummies in the morning, you took two at night. It's basically like little candies that you're taking. So definitely don't be fooled also by the gummy bears that say sugar-free because anything that says sugar-free just means it has an artificial sweetener in it, and that's even worse than sugar. So, Just so you know, I don't think that sugar is the devil. Sugar in moderation is fine. Artificial sweeteners, now that's the devil. So if it says sugar-free, do not be full. Never buy anything. Diet soda, anything that says sugar-free, if your coffee drink says it, don't get it. That's artificial sweetener, and that is no bueno, not good at all. Okay, if it has the sugar alcohols in it, overconsumption of sugar alcohols, you know what that leads to? Usually you get gassy, bloated, nauseous. It can have diarrhea, all kinds of digestive symptoms. That's why I never like any of the artificial sweeteners and the sugar alcohols. That None of that is going to do you any good. Trust me on that one. Now, the last thing is the gummy vitamins may contain the artificial food colorings, the dye, like I said. And while the research is still mixed, some studies link food dyes to behavioral issues in children. So, gummy vitamins, it's it's a tough call, people. First of all, if your kiddo is eating really healthy, and I hope they are, I always say it's a parent's responsibility to feed their child vegetables every day, fruit every day. They should be having, you know, enough protein, and hopefully your kid is not a vegetarian because if they are, I hope you're working with your doctor to make sure they're getting all the necessary nutrients, and if they're not, they might need vitamins, but they probably need more than a gummy vitamin if they are, in fact, vegetarian um so yes gummy vitamins that seems to be the thing that everybody likes to eat i understand i get it there's actually been some reports however that 80 percent of gummy vitamins tested did not have the actual amount of vitamins and minerals as listed on their labels again do they have to they're supposed to but no one's there to regulate it 80 percent of gummy vitamins tested didn't even have in it what they said, or at at least the amounts of it. So you might not even be getting anything more than the sugar. That might be the only thing labeled properly on the gummy vitamin. So be careful about which ones you pick, Um, compared to other multivitamins, the gummy vitamins tend to have fewer overall nutrition nutrients, they say. So. A popular brand of adult gummy vitamins has only 11 nutrients compared to 30 nutrients in a multivitamin that's not the gummy brand. So the gummies, you know, for adults, I kind of laugh when I see adults having the gummy ones because you guys know how to swallow a pill. It's different for a child, but I would say gummy's not the way to go, okay? Again, unless... Your child needs it and it's super hard. I mean, gosh, why are why are vitamins so big? They are hard to swallow, but I, you probably don't need the gummy option. So do you need vitamins then? For the majority of people who eat a well-balanced diet, probably not. You don't need the gummy vitamins. You don't need the regular vitamins. What you need to do is maintain a healthy diet. That is always gonna be the most important thing to warding off chronic diseases like cancer and heart disease. Taking a pill is not going to be the thing that saves you, but eating healthy and taking care of yourself, that is going to make a really big difference. And I think at the end of the day, we always want to shoot for that healthy balanced diet. And if we think that a pill is going to do that for us, I think, I don't know. I just, it bothers me that we live in a time where everybody is so quick to just look for the pill to make it better because there is no pill that's going to make it better. And, and I don't want you to get to the point where you have an illness or a disease where you have to take a medication pill. So instead, do everything you can to just eat healthy, right? It's not that hard. I promise you. I live a really good life. I live in moderation. I eat everything. Uh, including pizza, right? I just don't have it daily, everything in moderation. But I do tell you this, I have vegetables every day. I have fruit every day. My son, I make vegetables every night for him. I give him fruit more than once in a day. I make sure that he has those nutrients. Is it perfect? No, I'm not gonna say I'm like the perfect mom and he has the perfect nutrients. I mean, I let him have candy too and I let him have everything so so that he knows what moderation is like as well. But I do think that it is important that we as a parent make sure our children have the nutrients they need and that they don't have to depend on a pill that we don't know exactly what is in it. So there you have it. That's vitamins. Vitamins, vitamins, vitamins. If you're one of those people who maybe needs them because maybe you maybe you are vegan, maybe you did have some kind of disorder and you and you are lacking some kind of absorption, just Do the work, you know, read the label, make sure that the the brand is quality. I did once hear that vitamins are something you never want to skimp on in terms of money. Don't get the cheap ones because the cheap ones are the worst ones. Like when it comes to vitamins, you do actually want to pay more money. You want to make sure that you're getting the best quality possible. There you go. There you have it. What do we have coming up? We have the Summer Body Boot Camp, April 8th. It is so awesome. I just filmed all the videos. I almost killed myself. (laughs) There's three cardio HIIT training workouts. There are three full body strength training videos. All of the workouts are about 20 to 30 minutes. The... The goal of those videos is burning as many calories as possible in the shortest amount of time. So if you do have your own workout program, if you are a runner, if you are someone who loves your cycle class, don't worry. You can integrate the Summer Body Boot Camp into what you already do. That's why I made them as 20 to 30 minute short hit. Type videos, And you are going to get the strength training, so you're going to get that muscle tone, and you are going to get the cardio burn because the cardio is killer, so you're going to burn lots of calories so we can get summer body ready. That starts April 8th. Go to shockthatbody.com. The early bird price is ending in about a week. So definitely check that out. If you have any questions ever about any of the Earn That Body programs, you know I'm a one-woman show. You can reach me at kim at earnthatbody.com. I will personally return that email, and I can figure out which of my many programs might work best for you. Until next week, everyone, I hope you got lots of information today that definitely helped you always here to bring you fitness, health, and nutrition information that you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.